What's up, world? Welcome back to the African Effect. It's your boy Derek here with Natalie. What's up, y'all? So today we have two very special guests. Yep. Y'all want to introduce yourselves? Sure. Hey, everyone. My name is T. And my name is Josh. What's going on, guys? Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Not much. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming on. Us. Thanks for coming on. So we're going to get right into it. Today, um, you know, we got a lot of feedback, right, Derek, from people and most people really wanted to kind of piggyback off of our most recent episode, and they wanted to talk about um, dating, specifically, I think, African-Americans, right? Yeah. Like Africans dating African-Americans and yeah. or vice versa. And um, we thought it would be really good to bring two people who have experience with that, just like we do, mm -hmm. to kind of talk about it um, and, and share their experiences and their thoughts. Um, so this this might get a little bit a little bit interesting <laughs> so we just ask for everyone yeah. to just you know share share your thoughts as you're listening but the Definitely biggest be yourself man yeah and and i think the biggest question and it can be for either josh or t i don't know how you guys want to answer this but y'all both y'all what's y'all's relationship status first uh well we are in a committed relationship with, with each other, other. did with you see other. that what did you see that what you see how the man spoke up what is wrong with that's you? That's a true man. <laughs> no, no, no. That's oh, a true man. He spoke up for her. What? And and you know what? And you know what? You know what, T? The good thing, you have a real man because most men, they don't even know what they want. They don't even know what they want. They just know that they, they're not sure what to say. So that's why they don't say anything. They're used to playing games, but you got a real man. So you should be happy about that. <laughs> that's true. And I would like to add that we've been together for next month will be four years. Dang. Yeah. Yep. Ball and chain, right? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Not the ball and chain. <laughs> okay, so then that means before you guys found each other, obviously, y'all had experience in the dating world. Mm -hmm. And Josh, mm -hmm. you're from? I'm Nigerian. And then T? Uh, originally from Guyana. Okay, so you guys have dated African-Americans, right? Yes. What, are your, what is your experience, Josh? Uh, I mean... They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> They're a good time. Yeah, I mean, African-American women are nice. Um they're they're i have nothing against them or whatever i mean i've i've had conversations with african-american women and i've told them that i like like foreign women and they've kind of looked at me like like oh why do you hate black women but that's that's not the case it's just how i was raised certain mm -hmm. things that i was raised with i just have to go with a foreign lady why um, when you say how I was raised, like what do you what do you mean? Well, certain certain things that I saw, certain things that I saw my mom do, certain mm -hmm. things that I saw my aunts do, um, certain things that I saw my older sisters do. Which uh, y'all, Natalie is my older sister. That's right, I am his uh, sister. <laughs> uh, certain certain things that I saw how um, how things should be, and I just wasn't getting that with um, African American women. Again, nothing against them it's just i'm just going with so, so give me question. oh I, go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off i have a question so <clears throat> you said certain things that you saw growing up mm -hmm. um caused you to be like mm, nah that's not what i really want can you uh -huh. kind of like touch on that a little bit like give an example of something for instance um natalie you know of functions or events that we used to go to mm -hmm. you would see even young girls who weren't a part of the function when it was time to serve food like they would be helping out, being right, you know, serving, you know, serving food to the like men, that, yeah. and mm -hmm. you know, just it was just natural. It wasn't even 
a thing of, hey, go do this. And they get up and go do this. It was just, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, if you go on social media, there's countless posts of, oh, do you serve your man first or do you serve this mm-hmm. first? And you just see the reaction like, oh, he has two legs. He can get up and do it himself. And I'm just like, I, I wasn't. I wasn't raised like right. that. That's true. So, that's true. <laughs> so I see that from a lot of African American women, and I'm just like, that's it's just small things like that that kind of show you a bigger. Yeah, a bigger and like we actually, we actually, unfortunately, I know this sounds bad, but if you're African or of African culture, and you go to an event and you bring a woman, and you're a man, and you bring a woman, and that woman doesn't serve you, you get made fun of. Like you legit get made fun of. If you have to go so and get your own, fun of yeah. The- if you have to go and get up and go get your own food, first of all, it's two things. Number one, it's a it's a bad it's a bad stain on the woman because to all the people there, it makes it look as though you're not domestic. You don't know how to take care of your home. And then secondly, it's a bad stain on the guy because it makes it look like you have no you have no say so in your household. So he's right. Like serving is like a really big thing. And I agree with him. I see that a lot on social media. Yeah. And one thing to kind of clear up is I know when a lot of people hear that, they think, oh, African men are, they expect you to do this all the time. They expect you to 100% cook and clean. That's actually not the case. Like a lot of African men, yes, we would like for that to be the majority, for the woman to majority do that. But we're not sitting at home saying, oh, every day you have to wait on me hand and foot. Every day you have to cook and clean. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, I think that there's, at least between us, there's definitely a balance there and an understanding. There's certain things that you do and like as a man that you're expected to do and vice versa, there's certain things with a woman, which, you know, I'm an, I'm an educated working woman. There's certain things that I'm woman. I know that's right. (laughs) There's certain things that, that I'm expected to do. And, um, just going off of like me, you know, a woman's perspective on like dating that someone who is African and not just African American, it's just that, that culture, that understanding. I feel like a lot of our elders, you know, parents, grandparents, you do you don't see them like up a lot of them stayed married and they stayed in mm-hmm. these these relationships and they, they understood their roles and mm-hmm. um they it's just it's part of the culture and you know it's just something that that i've you know i mean i grew up seeing and something that i just you, you follow you mimic it and you know you end up finding yeah. somebody that did the same thing you know what i mean they have that culture they're rooted in in you know what they know they should do and I think that like when we met, I'll say, because like, like Joshua said, we're siblings. So when he introduced Trisana to us, um, I think one of the first things that like the family said was, oh, she's so homely. Like you would think that she was raised like in a Nigerian household. Like she's so homely. I know you're from Guyana, but you know, yeah. she's so homely and just the, the things that she does that are just so natural. And as a Nigerian woman myself too, you can like being raised to be educated as well as domestic, I think that it sets you apart as mm-hmm. a as a woman, period, but more so as an African woman. And so we kind of just you just kind of know your roles. And when it's natural, when you're when you're doing what you're supposed to do, like you said, naturally you can tell. When it's forced, you can also tell too. Right. And um a lot of I mean my best friend is African American and she she's she's very domestic. She does what she's supposed to do. But I will say most of my people that I know that are African-American, at least women, 
There are certain things that I have done, like when they've come to my home or whatever, when I was married and they were like, what are you doing? You know, and and I was like, what do you mean? Like, it was just like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Why am I serving food? What do you mean? Why am I, you know? So um, having to explain that, I I really realized that there was like a a huge culture difference, culture difference as it relates to like what women are supposed to do Mm -hmm. and, you know, what women need to do, et cetera. So I I get that. I agree with that. So let me ask this. Your African-American friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and experiencing that, uh, being married, you stated that with those experiences, you it, it kind of gave you like a realization of what a woman is supposed to do and what mm-hmm. she's not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, why does it come off as it's like such a negative thing for a woman to just be domesticated, or um, as it relates to African American women? I think it's, I think it, I think it's honestly, and I know I might get a lot of heat from this. As much as I rag on like African men overall, because there's a lot of work to be done in that area. I will, (laughs) I will say, I will, (laughs) I will say that (sighs) there are more decent African men as opposed, in my experience, as opposed to the African American men that I've encountered. Right. Okay. And so if I if I think of that, why would I, why would I want to do all of these things for somebody that is not necessarily treating me well or is not doing what they're supposed to be doing? Why would I why would I want to be domestic for someone that can't help me? Why would I want to be domestic for someone that gives me hell every day? Like, right. why would I want right. to do that? You know, at least with African men like Trisana, I know, you know, if Josh does something. You just go report him to the, <laughs> go report him to the family. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. there's that check. Yeah. But yeah. for for me as an as an as an African woman, it was easier dating African-American men because I didn't have to do all of those things. I didn't have to do the domestic stuff. I didn't have to do that. It was easier. Right. But it's more fulfilling to date an African man because of the future and what I want, if that makes sense. It does. It does. Okay. Um, <clears throat> What's your experience with African American women? Um, yeah, they're fun. <laughs> uh, they're fun. You no. saw my Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fun guy. I'm a fun guy. I'm a fun guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't even. See, no, but anyways, um, as far as my experience, um, it is easier to date an African American woman um, because they're a lot more open minded. Um, for me, there's a lot to relate with them hmm. as far as culture, even with Africans. Really? Yeah. So you relate well with African-American women? Both. Both sides. Hmm. Because I grew up in a area where it was an abundance of African-American people. It was just mixed. So I grew up or I went to a high school or junior high where you got roasted. All day, every day. Oh boy! So you learn quick, like dude. Where'd I gotta you go to high school, South Dallas. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're that African, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I'm joking. <laughs> but um, as far as like relationship wise, um, my longest lasting relationship was actually with an African woman. It wasn't with an African American woman. Um. I've actually gotten most of my headaches dealing with an African-American woman because um, 
it seems like, and I don't, I don't know why, they tend to choose drama over resolution. Mm. And even speaking with other African American men that I've that are my boys or whatever, they say the same thing. Like they feel like they choose drama over a resolution, and I don't, mm. I don't understand. But they like that toxicity. Could, they they yeah. like that toxicity. Yeah. Hmm. So I guess I guess the question for for you guys as men then is, um, if you like, I guess you, both of you guys said that African American women are fun. So are you saying are you saying that even when you were dating African American women, I don't know. I guess for you because you actually married an African American woman, right, mm-hmm. Derek? But like overall, when you're dating them, are you dating them? For long term, or do you know that it's Both. not going yeah, anywhere? I'm dating, I'm dating them long term, depending on the individual. If she has all the characteristics that I need, that that I I require as a wife, mm-hmm. then yes, I'm I'm dating her long term. I mean, I guess because I've heard a lot of African American women, and as an African, I've seen, I've heard African men say, "Yeah, I'm 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 just playing until I'm ready to get married." <laughs> Like I, I, I'm dating her or I'm seeing mm-hmm. her, but when I when I'm ready to settle down, I'm settling down with an African or someone of African descent. I mean, or foreigner, man, like you know, like Joshua. Every said. man has you know their their choice. I mean, if they choose to you know stay close to home, like that's their choice. It's uh, let me say this: so African women to me, they're not so excited. They're boring. They're pretty like wow. <laughs> There's there's really no excitement. You better stand in your truth. They're boring. <laughs> listen, listen, there's there's really no excitement to them. Well, at least the Ghanaian women that I've entertained, like most of the interesting relationships for me as as it relates to like African women has been with either a Kenyan woman or a Nigerian woman. And from my perspective, I think because um with the Nigerian culture, because there's so much expected from the woman. And they get treated completely different than Ghanaian women do. When you come to this side, it's like, uh, I can relax a little bit. Not really. But, I mean, you know, I'm a Nigerian that's dated outside of Nigeria. And I don't think you can relax at all, actually. Really? Yeah. But you're saying that Afri- you feel like African women are boring? I just want you to say that again for the people in the back. African women are boring. Josh, what do you think? Um... Let me clean it up a little bit. There you go. <laughs> um, I think, I think uh, what a lot of African men will say is that when you're dating or dealing with African-American women, are they fun? Yes. You know, there's a lot of things that, or well, I, sh- I guess I should say it, it, it starts with the culture, right? Because mm-hmm. as an African, <clears throat> there's a lot of things that you can and can't do, mm-hmm. right? Like, even when we were grown, like drinking a beer in front of your parents was kind right. of like, oh, right. Yep. Like, cursing. You know, yeah. Cursing mm-hmm. or talking about sex or anything like that. Watching a movie where there's a kissing scene right. with your parents. <laughs> okay, so let me ask this. Let me ask this. Uh-huh. Now that you guys are adults, you still can't do that? It's not that you can't do it, but you're just kind of like, mm. I still do it. Uh, well, I, 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 well, <laughs> well, no, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean you still do well, it? Well, I, no, I, I mean, I know I, I worded that incorrectly. I meant to say that I still am myself now. Like I curse around my mom. You know, we drink around my mom. We've talked about, you know, a bunch of stuff with my mom now that we're older. 
But when we were younger, like in school, it was still kind of like, oh, right. you know, my parents are watching. Let me mm-hmm. do X, Y, Z. And that kind of translates to African women who, mm-hmm. you're, who you're dating because you came up in that, oh, like, you know, we can't really. Real straight. Yeah, right. We can't really do certain things. You know, she's African, I'm African or whatever the case may be. Um, but with African-American girls, there's there's none of that. Like. You can go out, have fun. There's a lot of leeway. There's a lot of leeway, Mm -hmm. do whatever, you you know, and stuff like that. But I won't say that African women are boring in the sense of they're lifeless and you're... (laughs) He's explaining. He's explaining. I'm not not saying that they're lifeless. I'm not saying saying that. I'm definitely not saying that. Okay. Um, Well, here's, here's, here's the thing. Are African women boring? Yes. But... But boring in the sense of like, you know that that's like your wife, right? Yeah. Because I, people, people have this, this belief that every day with your spouse is going to be the greatest day right. ever. Like, it's going to get boring. Yeah. Like, you're going right. to, hey, hey, honey, today, make sure you pick up the kids at five. Like, you're not going to be having the time of your life every day. Mm-hmm. But you know that, all right, I, this person is the person who I need to marry. It makes right. sense. Mm-hmm. So African women, and I'm going to speak for, uh, for Guyanese women, too, because I'm with a Guyanese woman and the cultures are very similar. With an African woman, you already know, okay, there's certain things that I have to do, certain way that my life is going to be. So it's not fun and exciting, but mm-hmm. it's what you're used to yeah it's, it's 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 what you know is right but isn't it possible right to meet because I, I think that the what we're forgetting and i think trisana you can re- or t you can relate to this sorry i'm i'm, I'm sorry it, it's okay <laughs> but i think that like um the the key is to finding a balance because what we have to I, I, that's the beauty of being with an african or someone of african descent or whatever a foreigner that is able to kind of walk that fine line between the two Right. So you you know your culture, you know your values, you know what you grew up in, mm-hmm. but you can still assimilate to where you are because we're in the United States. So there, you know, you can wear multiple hats and, and do multiple things. So I kind of I, I halfway agree with you guys. And I'll say the same thing about African men. Some African men are boring as hell. Like, you right. know, whenever that's why for a while I didn't date African men because they were boring as like, I've never met any demographic of people that were as boring as African men. Well, men are supposed to be boring. No, when I say boring, I mean. Because I'm yeah. sure you can relate. You want to maybe go out and do something and they're like, why? Let's just stay home. Like, right, dude, get off the, right. like, why are you so boring? <laughs> like, let's go no, do something. True. Like, let's like get out and like live it up. And African men, at least the ones that I had experience with, weren't really into that. Right. So, but now that I'm older. These African men, were they Nigerian or? Like, all types of African men. But now that I'm older, um, I can appreciate that like I understand it more now that I'm I'm definitely I was always rooted in my culture, but I can understand why they were that way because those men were looking for wives. They were looking for like long term partners, and you know it makes sense, right? Because yeah. there are certain yeah. things you just can't do. And then you know, I, I, know. I definitely agree with you with the whole balance thing. I mean, the the term like modern women, like you mm-hmm. know, even though <laughs> even though yeah, we are you know, we come from similar cultures and, um, you know, we grew up in the United States. We, we have our educations, we make our own money, we can do our own thing, mm-hmm. but you definitely have to find that balance with being, you know, your own individual and doing things, you know, the way you want to do them. And then being with somebody else, mm-hmm. who, you know, you, 
it, that's your partner. You have to make this work. So, yeah. you know, the whole going out every night or, you know, having have, just having fun. At some point, you have to, like, realize, like, you know, like, know who you're with. You know what I mean? And I think that, like, when you when you find your person, whether they're African or African-American, sometimes staying inside is much more fun than going out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. Like, just chilling Absolutely. and, like, staying inside is much more fun. Like, yeah. once you find your person, like, I think that that's also something to kind of Definitely. keep in mind. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not all about, like, the extravagant thing. If I, in order for us to have fun, if we always have to be doing something, you're probably not somebody I want to be with anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, and, like, he's plus, my best friend. I want to hang out with him all the time. Oh, that's so cute yeah whatever but uh, <laughs> another <laughs> another thing yeah staying staying inside is cool man we don't we don't want to always go out and spend money like sometimes we just want to stay right. in the house and chill like yeah so let me use this i have a question mm-hmm. i have a question so how important is sex before Marriage. Very important. It's the most important thing in the world. It's one of the most important aspects of a relationship. Jeez, don't attack me. I mean, I'm just saying. We're siblings. <laughs> we understand. Yeah. We the, get the, it. The thing, the thing it's, it, you ask that question and you run into a lot of women, African-American and African, who have the belief of, oh, I'm going to wait or make the guy wait mm-hmm. before we engage. In but sex. you didn't let the previous guy wait. Exactly. Yeah, it's not necessarily it's, about it's the bullshit. previous guy. Slow down. Yeah, that's that's BS. Like I've I've ran into countless women who are like, oh, I have to wait like you know three weeks or a month or so whatever, stupid. whatever. And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing that you can do mm-hmm. because I feel like the number one reason why women do that is because they say, oh, I want to see if this guy likes me for me. Well, that's that's never gonna happen until until y'all have sex. I mean, that's mm. that's just that's just plain and simple. Because he needs to be able to gauge. Like, look. Am I going to be able to deal with this chum child for the rest of my exactly. life? Like, Not the chum child. No, check it out. So listen. <laughs> so, so check it out. So you said that sex is very important. Yeah. As a woman, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like what man wants to deal with, you know, all of this stress and the sex is trash. Like there's no makeup sex. I mean, that's insinuating that like the woman is just always stressful. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Most women who make you wait are stressful. But I mean, I think that that's so silly. And I, and I really, I mean, I love Steve Harvey just off, just off of just him being oh, funny. God. But I think that that shit that he did was so dumb. Like think you, like a man. not think like a man, but make him wait ninety days or yeah. ninety days because it's just it doesn't really help. I think that sex is is super important because sex is not just about the physical act. There's intimacy that's involved with that, right? So I think it's important. And for women, I can say it um, as you get older and even as you're younger, like no woman, just like no man, wants to deal with some whack poomchow. Is that the <laughs> language? Poomchow. <laughs> um, <laughs> women don't want to deal with some whack you know sex either like women we don't want to deal with that either although women are more prone to kind of just turn the other cheek like and and deal with it ideally like no woman wants a man that's bad in bed so let me ask this why do y'all turn the other cheek well we'll turn the other cheek and you gotta back me up you gotta back me up on this hold on wait no 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 no. No, we will turn the other cheek if we're getting everything else like if he's like holding it down as a man and doing because you guys are good men. You guys are, are straight up honorable men, but there aren't a lot of men like that. Real talk, for real. Out there who are honorable women. I know, but I I'm agree. just saying. Or life material. You're right, but I'm saying like, so when you find a man that's doing what he's supposed to be doing and gives you everything that you need and makes you happy and, and like she said, is your best friend. Your life. The thing about sex, like, 
it's what you make it. Like you can, you can make it a little better if you want. I feel. Mm. <laughs> Trisada, I, please. I don't know. I feel like. Wait, what do you? What do you mean? You can make it better. So. Okay. This is so if you, exciting. If you if you meet a guy and you like him or whatever, you guys have sex. He may not. He may not. You know make it like flow like a waterfall every time you know what i'm saying okay. but the more and more you feel for him the more and more you like him as a woman you know we're, we tend to be kind of emotional you can you can try other things he may not he may not be putting it down just off of penetration but he may give you good head so it may be a situation where it's like okay just give me head 90 percent of the time and then the other 10 percent i might let you, you know what i don't know i don't know if that if that argument really stands because a lot of women they're not virgins so if they've gotten it better elsewhere what makes you think they're gonna settle for, for but that? why didn't that relationship work though like why didn't it work before it's probably because he was lacking in the other areas so you're so if you probably. as a woman if you meet a man that is is taking care of the household, provider, protector, everything that mm-hmm. you say that he's supposed to be, and he gives you everything that it is that you're looking for as a woman, and mm-hmm. it's just he's lacking a little bit in the sexual department. Why would you throw that away? Because he's just he's lacking in the sex department. That, that would make you a fool as a woman. It would. It, I guess yeah, you could say if he's checking all the other boxes, don't be an idiot. Yeah, like make it make it work. Yeah, that would <laughs> that would be a fool. And then likewise, if a man is great in bed mm-hmm. but he doesn't know what it means to provide i'm not gonna stay with no, him that sounds like a fuck boy yeah but, I'm not gonna stay with him. but a lot of women choose that dude that's they do true. they do they do they do because exactly. he makes you tingle oh my gosh <laughs> like, but men also choose women based on the poom chow no we don't no we don't y'all don't no, we do not absolutely hell no. no it's impossible no way why is it impossible because men we can compartmentalize right mm. so there's a lot of women who have been sleeping with a guy for three years, and then he up and just says, okay, bye, I'm never going to speak to you again. And out of nowhere, he's married. Exactly. So men, yes, men love great sex, but seldom do we say, let me marry this woman because, because her of sex her is great. Right. You can separate that. Yeah. Women can sometimes, too. I don't know. I think, I think women are more emotional creatures so we tend to like have that that bond or like even that mm-hmm. hope if you're Look with somebody i'm just and i'm just being real like you know what i'm saying i feel like a lot of women if you start sleeping with somebody you have that like hope that possibly you'll end up with that person and look at her speaking i true. mean i saying. i think i can agree with you uh-huh. if i was in my 20s now that I have been married, I have a child, like I've been through some things. I'm just telling you quite honestly right now, even if the sex is good, even if I'm sleeping with someone, that that does, the only thing that that does for, for me in most cases, if there's no other emotional connection or if I know I'm not going anywhere with this person, the only thing it does for me is it says, okay, it just says that this is what I'm doing with this person at this moment. Before, I wasn't able to do that. Before, I wasn't that kind of woman that was able to do that. But now, the game has completely changed. So, you at this point, because you, you learn as you get older that sometimes you have to separate that emotion. So, no. Maybe in the past, I would have kept dealing with what we would call like a fuckboy, right? But now, no. I, I just feel like it's in a woman's nature to mm. tend to have more of that emotional connection with somebody because you're when emotional you do. creatures yeah we are emotional creatures it isn't a woman's nature to be emotional and to tend to 
in some cases, connect certain things to sex. But again, I'll use my favorite word with experience, right? With experience, you learn that sex is not something that you necessarily have to connect to emotion unless there are other variables that are in play. And that's just something that you learn with experience. I'm just being honest. So speak to why is it that women love toxic dick? I mean, I think I think the only way that you can love toxic dick is if you're toxic yourself. But if you've decided that you don't want that toxic shit in your life, you're not going to like toxic. Like, you're not going to like it. I'm, I know a lot of women, and I will even speak for myself, who have met a guy. They've, been, they've had their experiences. They've met a guy, and they realize he's toxic. And I, like, literally have had conversations. They're like, girl, girl is good, but hell no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I have kids. Like, I can't do I have a career. Like, I can't do You know what I'm saying? And they leave it alone. <clears throat> okay, so I want to take it a little bit deeper. All right. so No pun intended. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a good one. You're still my so, younger brother. Uh, Have some respect. <laughs> gosh. So let's speak towards the woman who decides to play it safe and put her sexual needs aside because mm-hmm. this man provides all of these things. Mm-hmm. Now this woman is married to this man, mm-hmm. but the sex is not up to par. Mm-hmm. Right. Now she's out at clubs with her best friends or whatever, and they're in groups, group chats, having conversations, talking about, girl, oh my gosh, like, I need my back blown out. Wow. That's a thing. It's, mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, it's true. it is. Mm-hmm. Girls talk about sex in a very savage way with their, uh, with their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So what? You think you they're going to cheat? You a problem? You think they're going to cheat? Yeah. No, they're not going to cheat? Let me tell you something. If I can go to the club, agree, if I can go to the club and buy, agree. if I can go to the club and buy endless bottles for the table and not have to worry about my bills the next month, I don't need my bag blown out. Okay, Nat, let me ask you this. In your circle, you uh-huh. don't have to name anyone. Okay. I don't I don't need any names. You mean to tell me in your circle right now, you mm-hmm. don't have not one female who's married right now mm-hmm. who's thinking about cheating. And I, I know a lot of fe- I know a lot of females that are married that are actively cheating. Thank you. But, 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 but it's not just because the sex is bad. It's also because the husband doesn't have a job. It's also because the husband may have cheated before. It's because they have children at home and he's not helping with the kids. Mm-hmm. It's not just about the sex. Yeah, I'm but telling I'm speaking you, like, specifically towards sex. I'm no, not talking I don't about know, all that other I don't know any woman, any woman that is cheating because the sex is just bad. But if you ask her why she did what she did, normally with women, it's coupled with, a few other things. Unless the woman is just a chronic cheater, a woman is not just going to wake up and cheat. It's a buildup. It's a buildup. There has to be a lack of of a few things for a woman that loves that truly loves a man or is truly invested in a relationship to go out and cheat. Because if I take what y'all are saying, y'all are saying women are emotional, so cheating also has to be emotional, right? There has to be something that they're lacking. Yeah, and for women, t- for women, cheating is more emotional, right? And so nine times out of ten, it's not just going to be because the sex is bad. It's going to be because they're not getting what they need in other areas. Okay. So kind of piggyback off that. Why do y'all think men cheat? I think men cheat because men naturally are not supposed to have one one naturally just I don't think men are supposed, are supposed to be monogamous. To be one. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it's natural. Why do y'all cheat? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, first of all, I don't cheat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> African men don't cheat. Um but Derek, uh, why are you quiet? <laughs> Derek is mute. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, 
it's 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 so funny because you hear women say that all the time oh you know if a woman cheated it was a buildup of all this stuff stuff but when mm-hmm. men do it no men are just dogs men just men just cheat or whatever but men are we physical yes but a lot of times and i'm just speaking on what i've heard never cheated but a lot of times there there are some buildup to men uh cheating as well maybe facts Maybe they go home and it's a tornado every night. And they're mm. like, man, Shonda down the street, she she just, I just walk in and we just have a good time. Right. You know, and kind of goes back to the point where <laughs> when you see a lot of African men cheat, a lot of times they cheat with African-American women. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't necessarily go cheat with another African woman. So there's a lot of buildup for men, too, who decide to step out of their relationship or step out of their marriage. Um, that doesn't really get talked about a lot. It's more so just, oh, you're a dog. You're a nasty man. Uh, you deserve to lose everything. I mean, I think we were talking about this earlier. I feel like one indiscretion is forgivable. If I'm, if I'm like in a relationship, depending on the man. relationship, right? Yeah, Depen- depending on what he provides. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's what it's contingent upon. Down to because if a man is is making thirty thousand dollars a year and he just touches another He's woman, out the door. it's a wrap. First of all, if you're making thirty thousand dollars a year, <laughs> why are you out cheating and not getting a job application? That's that's the reason why. But if a man is making a cool two hundred fifty thousand, his so, wife probably knows his mistress. So by the, the but guy, I mean, hold on, let me. I got to speak for the guy that makes thirty seven thirty seven thousand dollars a year. Like, so you mean to tell me like he his his emotions and all of those things don't matter either? I'm not saying his emotions don't matter. If we're talking just strictly off of what he's able to provide, I mean, in the la- in the last uh the last time we talked, you said that if you can't. If you can't provide a certain lifestyle, you shouldn't be dating anyway. So somebody making thirty thousand a year, according to you, shouldn't even be in a relationship. I said marriage. Oh, okay. Well, if you're cheating while you're dating, I mean, until you're until you're actually married, you're single. So, and I'll be the toxic one and say that men can be forgiven for cheating, women can't. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a huge double standard. Wait, why 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 that? can't that why can't that be? Uh, well, it's not the a double thought, Listen, listen. The thought of another nigga going in my woman is unforgivable. I, I couldn't, I can't stand it. Oh, he's had it? Bet. I'm out. That is just, but you can do it. Who's, but a man can do who's it. Who's saying yeah. that I'm doing it though? No, not just, not directly. Does, you, does it, does it man. like go back to like how women are more emotional? So you know that whatever guy that she's with, there's probably some sort of like, you know, connection there no. but men can no. no no has nothing to do with emotion it's okay. it's it's territorial it's like if exactly. somebody breaks into your home like you're you're infuriated because somebody broke into your home if somebody right. sleeps with your lady emotions or whatever that's that's you know one of the reasons why like you see a lot of married men who will you know that'll happen and they might just they'll keep it quiet Mm. They don't want anybody to know if they stay with their wife or whatever. They'll just say, you know, nothing yeah. happened because we're so territorial. So when a woman does it, it's just like he said, another man was basically like in like on my property, essentially. Yeah. So for women, I guess for women, it's different because the that's first, nice qu- the first question it. we ask, <laughs> the first question that most women ask is, do you love her? Right. Because we want to know yeah. if like your heart is there and if your heart is not there, then we're like, OK, well, there's some there's some room there to forgive. Right. But like if it, if your heart is there, it's over because we're not we can't so compete with that. That's your emotional side speaking. That's what I'm saying. And so okay. if, if you're if, for a woman, like if I find out my man cheated or whatever, I'm going to ask, like, do you love her? Mm-hmm. And if he says mm-hmm. no, then I'm like, OK, you know, we can we can try to make it work. But what what won't work is if you're continuing to go back 
go back there because obviously. So what if the reason why he's going back is because that chum chow is just better? Well, then he needs to go stay with that chum chow. But if I if it's according if it's according to Josh and what you guys said, that's not a reason for a man to choose a woman. No, no, no. I'm not saying that he's choosing her. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying he's just he's separated the two sexually. She gangster with it. Well, then he's an immature man. Because if that's worth losing, like your family or your girl, then you don't need to have your girl. Right? I don't think that has anything to do with maturity. I think it does. If you, if you have a good woman, or let let let's say that she's a great woman and she's good and she's giving you everything you need, it's just that it's just that her the chum chow is better somewhere else. You're willing to risk that over some chum chow, nah, then you're nah, not mature. Nah, I'm not condoning cheating. I'm not. I'm not. Saying yeah, I'm just saying that overall, you're just, just mature. Towards, you know, like the women who are like, you know what, he's cheated once or twice. You know, we can work this out. Yeah, I mean, if it's once or twice, we can work it out. But if you continue to do it because you say her chum chow is better, you're not mature as a man. If you're willing to risk what you have at home for some for some chum chow, and why are we using the word chum chow? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I I kind of agree with that. I think that you know, I think it's it's one of those situations with men. We don't condone it, but we understand it, right? right. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't condone cheating. Like, I don't like when I hear dudes be like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna go, you know, mess with this girl." Like, why? Like, you, if if you have like a good situation at one, home, right. like, why are you intentionally right. doing that? Right. But I think to kind of circle back, I think it again, as harsh as it sounds, it boils down to what kind of man he is. He's mm -hmm. afforded more um chances based on what he can bring to his uh relationship because a perfect example is as a woman and i'll probably ask both of y'all let's say that you're with a guy right you're married to your husband and he cheats on you right mm -hmm. y'all are definitely going to be upset of course right? obviously but how would y'all feel if he didn't cheat but y'all found out that he was financing another woman's life mm. y'all would rip the entire world in half right like if you found yeah. out that he was paying her rent because as a okay let me ask let me let me ask you as a man would you pay another woman's rent if you didn't love her if i had enough no if, no no like if, if, I, if i was if i was if i was sleeping with her mm -hmm. right and i had and i was making a decent amount of money mm -hmm. and she was like hey like you know rents due yeah maybe if i have it like that not not me personally listeners, right. but if i have it like that maybe but me personally, no, I, I wouldn't do that. But men, men do that all the time, right? They have, you know, a mistress or whatever, and they pay for her condo or they, you know, buy her a car or whatever. And that's the kind of stuff that women, you know, lose their minds over. That's why I say men are afforded more because the man providing is what matters most to y'all versus who he's having sex with. So if he's making 30 grand a year, it's, it's like, all right, you're, you're out the window. You cut that off. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think like for men in that position, if they're able to finance another woman's lifestyle, like then I, I think that I would venture to say if he's not in love with her, it's probably just to keep her quiet because he doesn't want her to, you know, it's go and, piece, and yeah. talk to, yeah, talk to the wife or whatever. But if you are just like, you know. If you guys are um, a middle class family and, you know, both people are working or whatever and you're and you're taking money out of your home to do that for someone else. I can't imagine that you're doing that for any other reason than the fact that you like actually really love or care about this woman. So I'm talking about like our average everyday people, not like our one percenters. Oh, yeah. Average everyday people. Yeah. So men, if men are men are logical. We're not going to 
empty out our funds to pay for another woman. So that's what I'm saying. So if I find out that you're doing that, obviously there's more to it than just um, sex. There's emotion involved. And so then it's a wrap. Like it's a wrap. Like there's nothing else to talk about at that point. It's a wrap and I'm taking you to court and I'm taking everything you got. So as long as it's not emotional, it's not a wrap. But the minute it becomes emotional, it's a wrap. Like I said, one indiscretion would be something that I'd be like, okay, depending on like, about two? the dynamic. Two indiscretions, like, hmm, I'm probably going to call your mom. Okay, so what if it's two, but with two different women, not the same? Oh, one? nah. At, at that point. Yeah, no, at that point, I feel like you're just, you're a notorious cheater. You're yeah. not, yeah, you're not, um, yeah. you know, you may have said sorry, but you don't really mean it. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, it's, you know. It all depends on how much money you have at that point. I, I definitely, I definitely agree. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of women, we try to go for somebody that's making just as much, but it's even better if they make even more money than we do. And why is that? Because even though I got it, I can afford things for myself. I still look for a man to be able to be a man right. and be able to provide mm-hmm. and do certain things for me that I expect a man should do. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, there you can turn the other cheek when it comes to, to certain things. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You, you just see like what's at stake here. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do I have to lose? You kind of have to weigh that exactly. out and then just kind of move accordingly, especially if you have kids involved. Like, I can't even imagine, you know? And then if you're mm-hmm. older, it's kind of like, do I really want to start all right. over with somebody You don't want to go back onto the street? Just because of one. <laughs> no. Like, that that like hot girl summer stuff passed me all the way up because it's like my knees are bad and I'm tired. <laughs> like, I'm not going out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going out there. Like, do I really want to? Like, and so when people, even now, like, people ask you, like, oh, what's your favorite color? I'm like, yo, I'm not responding to this right. text message. Like, it's draining. Like, do you really want to start over because of one? Like, people still ask those questions? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I don't care. Jesus Christ. I'm so glad I'm like, not out there. I, I, that's well, girl. One those, that's one of those topics. I You just tell me, you <laughs> tell me. And then I pick up on it. no i mean i think it's just i don't know but okay so i guess to go kind of go back to what we were originally talking about with africans and african-americans i guess the question would then be for um i I have a question that's more geared towards like long term so because you've been married to an african-american and Mm -hmm. um we've kind of talked about that before right so if i mean what we're seeing too joshua is we're seeing like a lot of people we grew up with like in Austin that are not just marrying African-Americans, but they might be marrying like white, Hispanic, whatever. Like they're just not, I'm, I'm starting to see a lot of Africans that are, that are not marrying. They're still Africans marrying Africans, but Africans that are not, what would be the reason outside of, Oh, I just met her and I fell in love. Like what are the reasons why you would say African men, aside from what African women being boring tend to kind of like, look outside because i've heard a lot of african men say that one of the things that they can't deal with with african women is this like pompous like showcasing attitude like they get like a job and all of a sudden it's like you can't tell me nothing or you know yeah yeah i i i think that um in kind of what uh, trisana was just talking about in terms of how she's you know she can take care of herself she got it like that I think the line, and I've had this conversation with people before, is the line between African women and African-American women is becoming very blurred. Mm. 
right? It's kind of hard to tell who's who because mm. a lot of, like you said, a lot of African women have that, you know, I have this degree, I have this job, I have this, I make my own money, I'm the ish. But then it's like, I, I don't want to deal with that. Like, I don't want to, like, why would I want to deal with that? Like, I was dealing with that outside and now you're telling me that African women are like that too? Mm. So it's like, and <clears throat> you guys' last episode, you guys kind of touched on it. <laughs> Yo, listen, what I say, I got a lot of heat for that. No, but he, you were, you were speaking the truth is that, and I think probably what rubs a lot of women the wrong way is accountability. You, is, <laughs> yeah, that too. But when you say that we don't care about it, that is true. But I'll kind of rephrase it and say that it's appreciated, but not required. Exactly. But hang on. <laughs> but the problem is a lot of women, when they are selling themselves to men or African men or whoever, mm. that's what they're leading with. Mm -hmm. They're saying, you should pick me because I have my doctorate, my master's, my PhD. I'm a PhD. And we I'm don't a PhD. Give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, we don't we, we don't, don't care. We don't we don't care about it because our that's that's our role, right? That's that's very um masculine, right? Like when you hear guys around other guys, like what are we because when guys are around guys and when women are around women, everybody's having like a pissing match, right? Mm -hmm. And guys, when we're around other guys, our pissing match is our job. I have better education than you. I make more money than you, right? That's that's what men do. When women are together, y'all's pissing match is, oh, look at my ring. Look at my kids. Look at my, my family. That's y'all's pissing match. Mm -hmm. So when a woman comes and says, look at my job, look at my career, look at my education, to us, it's like, that's manly as, as, as hell. So we don't, men, men of substance don't want mm -hmm. that. There are men who want that, but usually those kind of men are men who are, who are going to depend on you. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. men of substance, we say, cool, nice, it helps. But what else do you offer? But what else, what, what do you offer that I want? Right. Because I told you that I don't want that and you're just saying, well, just take it because I'm a strong, independent woman. So I think that kind of is why African men aren't jumping at the chance to say, oh, I just want an African woman off rip because we're seeing that, well, it's, it's, it's the lines are blurred. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think I, I can agree with that. And I like the way that, you know, that that's being said. I think that, you know, in my, like I said, with my experience, and I know I say that a lot. There are a lot of African men or even just men in general that want to know what they're like, well, what are you doing? Like, what do you do? And how do you, you know, what's your job? What's your, you know, like, what's your role? Did you go to school? Did you do this? Did you do that? And I think that we're in an age, and I think I said in the first episode, we're kind of like in that progressive day and age where um, women just not with, not even just with men, but even women with other women, it's all about like, what are you doing? I have this much money. Mm -hmm. I have this job. I have this degree. I have this certification. You can you can attest to that, right? Like, yeah, women are in a pissing match with each other now with that. Like, for real. And that's problematic. It's like it's really is like a mean girl type like environment now. It's like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. What are you they, doing? They think that they're better than themselves mm -hmm. or better than, you know, their peers. So and let me everything. Ask you, why do you think that's the case, though? Like, how did it get to that point? I think that it's because <laughs> it's it has to be like 
because we're kind of in that like um what would you call it feminist movement like women like let's let's show the world that we can you know that we that be we, like we don't can need be men. like men yeah we don't need men mm-hmm. yep. i'm gonna tell you right now i need a man same here like <laughs> i agree not, like i don't Everyone care like needs a man. i need one and even though i have a career that you know is good that doesn't necessarily i don't care i don't care about that that's not what i care about like he said he's right it's all about like your family and your relationship and stuff like that i don't care about the career if if i could do without the career and have everything else that i needed i would do without it even though i worked really hard for it i would you you know uh, i want to jump in here because like when we first met i remember like my mindset was like okay like what does he do like Mm -hmm. first you want to know what he does why because you want to know how much he potentially makes I don't think you didn't really like I told you what I did, but it didn't. I didn't give two shits. Yeah, you really didn't. I don't so, even remember what it was. <laughs> so <laughs> I like and we met when I was, what, 24 and now I'm 28. And I feel like my mindset has definitely shifted. And it's so crazy because a lot of the friends I have, I have a lot of single friends mm-hmm. and there are certain things that they do or their mindsets that they have. Mm-hmm. And I'm just there and I'm, I'm trying to be encouraging and I'm trying to let them know, like, I think maybe you should do this or don't, you know, don't lead with that. And a lot of them feel like, oh, you're insane. You're wrong. You don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I, but then, you know, I have the outcome that they want. I'm in the relationship. They're the ones that are like still single. So I definitely think, yeah, women, we if we understood men a little bit more. Uh, men of substance, African men a little bit more, I think it would definitely help us. And if we, you know, put our ego aside, I think it would definitely help us. In my opinion, I think the worst thing a woman can do is take advice from another woman as it relates to men. Mm -hmm. Because y'all don't Mm -hmm. know us. Mm -hmm. Right. We know ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that's why in the introduction of the podcast, I, I stated specifically it's very important for every woman to have a man with substance in their corner. Right. Because that man will tell you what that bastard is doing. Yeah. He will. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that that's important. And then I think like, contrary to you, a lot of my friends are married or in relationships. And actually, I think I can say even for my best friend, she's like a boss in her field. She's doing what she's supposed to be doing, but she does not neglect her family for her career. Mm -hmm. She doesn't put her career above her family at all. Like, it's not. I mean, she works really hard. You know, she does, but she makes sure that she prioritizes her family first. And and I think it's also important to understand, like, if you have a goal in mind together as a couple, you may have to work really hard. Like as a woman, you may have to put in like those extra hours and work really hard because maybe yep. you guys want to start a business or maybe y'all want to build your family up to a certain level. But you should never as a woman prioritize or at least put your career up at the top before anything else, because that's not what sustains a relationship as a woman. Okay, you know? I have a question. Um, for the folks that are considering marriage, um, let's, let's assume this. Like y'all? Of course. Y'all are so cute. Like oh. Super cute. I wish you guys so could cute. see them. They're like don't, so adorable. Don't, don't, don't ever call me cute. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. So I have, so, okay. Let's say um, Grace makes X amount of dollars, right? <laughs> And um, Joe makes less than she does, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's your average working blue collar guy. She has her doctor's degree or whatever, and she's making six figures, and he's not. Mm-hmm. All right, 
but the household is not happy. There's no peace at home because typically men, we seek what? Peace. Mm -hmm. We just Mm -hmm. want peace at home. Mm -hmm. And he knows the problem is her job. So if he asks her to quit working and be a stay-at-home mom, look how quickly you popped your neck. Well, they would have to probably downgrade their lifestyle. Exactly. So my question is, how willing are you as a woman to do so, knowing it's going to save your marriage? Ooh. First of all, first of all, was I making my, I'm Grace, right? Was I making six figures before we got married? Yes. Okay. So those types of conversations should have been had before. Like, that's what I'm saying as being a man, right? Those are the kinds of things that I'm saying. Like, as a man, you should be able to like have those conversations ahead of time. As a man, you shouldn't even, if if that's something that's bothering you is like her job, you know, it's stressful, you know, it it might bring some Mm -hmm. sort of contention in the home. Obviously, if you were dating, you would know that her job was stressful. You would know that it would that it's bringing some sort of issue even in your relationship. So why would you then take it into marriage without saying something about I, it? I feel like even if even if you talk about it, it's different when it actually happens. Because exactly. you could say, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll I'll leave my job, I'll stop making money, and I'll just take care of the family." But when it, you actually have to do it, I honestly think it's a it's, whole different. It's a whole, whole different no. What I'm game. saying is, as a man, you shouldn't even let it get there. That's what I'm saying because if, like you said, you would have to downgrade your lifestyle. But as a man, if you know that eventually, you know that this woman, that your wife's job is stressing her out and you know that eventually that's not something that you can sustain for a long time, you wouldn't go along with creating this lifestyle based on her income because you know that you wouldn't be able to sustain it. Why wouldn't you? You you understand what I'm saying? Like, if I know that I'm going to cut something, why would I continue to keep living it? Why are we in this house where only she can afford the mortgage? Why would I even agree to that if I know that I don't want her to continue working this job? Okay, I'll say if I am Grace, right, and I decide, okay, to consider this, I think certain things I would look at or ask is, okay, so with your salary, are we still able to keep the lights on, keep the roof over our head, you know, send our kids to their activities, stuff like that? If that is possible and there's other pros that come out of it, like let's say like a lot of working women, like you have other people raising your kids, you have other people stepping in to help out. Now you have that time. You you have that time to work on on your family, on your family structure. And I'm sure your kids, you know, they're going to be happy. My mom's around to do this, to go to all my games, to do. So I think there I think for me I would definitely consider it. Knowing how my mind works, I'm going to try to find other ways to make money while I, you know, I am at home with my kids. Mm-hmm. But I think it's something, I don't know, it's just a, it's a duty. It might be a duty at that point. You know what I mean? It may not be what I want to do, but it's what I have to do. Because what's the alternative? Being Lose. divorced. I mean, I think that it, I think so, that. So, hold on, time So, let me ask this, Natalie. Are you telling me that if it boiled down to that, mm-hmm. so let's assume that everything happened the way that you're talking about. You had the conversation prior to and all of those things. Yeah. And life fucking just happens. Right, as it does. Right? Mm-hmm. So now you're in this situation and your man asks you, hey, I need you to cut back, either cut back on your hours or you, I need you to stay home. <clears throat> yeah. And that's what I was actually going to say. I was actually going to say, like, Tr- like Trisana said, there are alternatives, right? I'm, I'm probably not going to, especially if we've developed this type of lifestyle for ourselves, I'm probably not going to be able to go cold turkey and just quit my job. But I would be able to maybe like go part time or I might be able to, like you said, find something else that's less stressful 
to where I can still contribute to the home. Mm -hmm. Because while it is important, and I can say this as a mother now, while it's important for me to be involved in my child's life, it's very important for me to be there for all of his milestones. It's equally just as important for him to be able to eat, right? It's equally just as important for him to be able to have a comfortable home. So the worst thing that, and no parent wants to do this, and you're a parent, no parent wants to take their child from a comfortable situation to a less than comfortable situation. You don't want to do that if you don't have to. So that's the balance that you have as a parent is finding that balance. So I would probably cut back on my work hours because I don't, I also don't, the same way that you don't want to take your child from a comfortable situation to an uncomfortable situation. You also don't want to take them from a two parent home to a one parent home. So I'm going to do everything that I have to do to stay married, but I'm also going to do everything that I have to do to make sure my children are comfortable. I have to just find that balance. Boom. I think, (laughs) (laughs) I think if we're living in a real world, I mean, all of this sounds nice, but majority of women making six figures out earning their men are not going to quit. They are not. They're not. It sounds good to to say I would change it, but the kind of woman who does that is not going to give that all up. And I'll tell you why, because a six figure woman in her in her world had to had to just it it was it was hard. Mm -hmm. She had to work her tail off to make six figures. Mm -hmm. So then to come to her and say, because number one, let's 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 be real. A woman making six figures who marries a man making thirty thousand, she feels like she settled. Yeah. Yeah. She she does. Mm -hmm. She does. Even though she didn't, she feels like she settled. So then to tell her to take the man who you settled for and give up your career, that woman's not gonna do that. So okay, so let's not use the scenario of a man making thirty thousand dollars. Let's say he's making eighty five. Oh yeah, then yeah, of course I would. Eighty five women making six figures are still not. I mean, if he's making, if look, the thing is, you have to, you have to know what you, but you have to, you are not, but what I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is like, I'm not going to give up my job. Like, like Trisana and I said, it's not about completely giving it up. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I don't think I I would just completely stop. I would scale back. I would scale back or I would find another way to bring in some money. Women are historically allergic to downgrading. This is the thing that you have to understand, though. This is the thing you have to understand. I can't speak for every woman, but I can speak for certain women that have certain. (laughs) No, because I can speak for certain women that have certain jobs that are stressful or certain positions that are. If you're a real woman. And now, again, I can't speak for every woman, but working the kind of working, the type of jobs that we work, Mm -hmm. you don't want to come home (laughs) And be calling the shots or being like the man or the or the the masculine figure in your in your household. A woman that is in the types of positions that you guys are talking about, you want to come home and be a woman. You want to come home and relax. Mm-hmm. For seriously, like if you're a real woman, no real woman wants to be like on that twenty four seven. So if I like if my if my husband is in a position where he's able to sustain the household with a little bit of my assistance, I would I would be glad to kind of scale back a little bit because that's something that you desire. Yeah. Like no woman. who, who First of all, jobs are ghetto. Like nobody wants to work <laughs> like jobs are ghetto for real. Seriously. And I know that if I've gotten there once I can get there again. So like if I if I if I'm able to work my ass off and get to a six figure paying job or more, I know I can get back there. So why would I not want to scale back? I'm going to call bullshit on that. <laughs> uh, Thank women, you. 
<laughs> women who are high earners who are in you corporate are not. America. Number you're one, not. you're not downgrading. And you're number not. two, they're not it's 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 very rare to find one who can turn the the the, the feminine submissive switch on. They're usually coming home. They're 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 masculine women. Truth be told, they are. Which is which is why which is why men typically want to avoid those kinds of women. Mm-hmm. So I know it sounds nice to say, "Oh, I'm a high powered woman," but when I come home, I'm the submissive. That doesn't happen. But doesn't. can we talk about first of all? Now this is going to get into like a lot deeper territory. Let's we need to first address the the issue because the it. reason why women. First of all, the reason why women tend to be masculine is because a majority of men don't allow them to be feminine. That's no false. woman, That's false. no That's woman false. wants false. to. Now I'm only speak. I'm speaking from my perspective and from the people that I know. Do you know how tiring it is to have to run everything? And I come from a marriage where I had to do that. I was not drained by what I was doing at work, even though, like I said, Drasana and I are in the same field. It's very stressful work. Mm-hmm. Work was actually a relief as opposed to being at home. I was tired at home. Like no real woman wants to do that. No real woman who was raised well wants to have that energy all the time because it's not natural. Why do they do it? I think that some women have been conditioned to do that, but it's honestly, it's not a natural thing. It's really not a natural thing. Real women want like a man. Sometimes I used to like fake cry when I was in these relationships just so I could be like cuddled and like held or whatever. Like that's what women do. We don't want to be masculine all the time. Nobody does. But y'all are. And (laughs) the reason why, this is the reason why, if you ask most men, would you want to be with a um, a lawyer or a school teacher? Most men would say, I'll take the school teacher. Mm -hmm. Why? We don't know these women, but we understand that high powered, high earning women come with something. And they come with masculine energy. Yep. Because when it's it's impossible to, for instance, if you if you if you met a man who was a CEO, right? He runs his company, right? That requires him to be a certain kind of man. Mm-hmm. He's he's his brain operates a certain way. He's not going to come home and suddenly stop acting like a CEO. You can't switch that off. So when women are high powered and they're high earners and they're quote unquote boss bitches. <laughs> I call the heat for that too, man. Where they call themselves boss bitches and all this stuff. And I'm a boss and I'm running things and I'm this and that. They're not going to come home and be like, okay, I'm submissive now. Let me be they're feminine. Not. Let me be this. They're going to be, I'm still masculine. They're going to be argumentative. They're going to be combative. They're going to be masculine because that's who they are. That's how they got to make six figures. I think, but I, I, I think that if we're talking about, I, I think that that is unfair. I think that that also goes back to culture though, because what you see is you see a lot of, because in our culture, you have to go to school and it, not just get your undergrad. Sometimes you have to go get your master's. Sometimes you have to go no, get you your don't. PhD. No, I'm saying like in, in certain families, right? They want you to do the best that you can do when it comes to school. That's what they want you to do. But they also want you to, get married and to be a wife and to have those core values and to be domestic, et cetera. Why can't you do both? You can. And that's why I'm saying that like, it's surprising to me that we're, I know that we're seeing that a lot with African women now. It's more of like a growing trend, but what I'm used to is 
a woman going to school being educated because in in my opinion as a culture that's the bare minimum you're supposed to do that you're supposed to have an education do you guys think, okay, and this is just like a question that I've kind of entertained myself, you know, do you think that women, I guess, modern women are becoming more independent? So it's kind of throwing off the, the balance. Because think about it, our grand, like my grandparents, they, the, the women didn't go to school. Exactly. They just, they worked. They, they, they did work, but they didn't go to school. They didn't, so they didn't have, they didn't have these egos. Mm-hmm. They just, they built, they mm-hmm. made everything like with their hands. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, and I mean, maybe I'll get some heat for this, but I feel like women are, it's to the point where we are becoming more independent to where it's throwing off the balance and it's making Very it even so. harder yes. for men to be men and in I, these and we're being told yes. and that's why i said that we're in that feminist era where women are being told you don't need a man you right. don't need a man for this and that's total that's completely and totally and false and that right. goes back to Derek's point of don't listen to women because right. single women keep women single right yes mm-hmm. so when you're listening to women say girl go get that degree go get that phd mm-hmm. or right, go, go get it go get it you're gonna be a boss we you know we're gonna take a vacation and stand in formation as proud black women. We're strong. We don't need men. And they don't realize they're looking to their left. They're looking to their right. Damn, we, none of us have men. Right. And and we hate going home to an empty house, drinking wine and watching Netflix all day. Mm. We hate that. Like that, that's, that's, that's a miserable life to come home to nothing but silence. And I think that Oprah actually said it one time and my preceptor in nursing school also said it too. When we had, I think we were in our OB um, cycle in nursing school and she doesn't have her own children. And she got married to a man that already had kids. She got married like when she was in her forties. And she said that that was probably her biggest mistake. She focused on school. Mm -hmm. She focused on being the first person in her family to graduate. And that was her biggest mistake. And Oprah has notably said that as well too. She was like, if I could go back in time, I would have had Mm -hmm. my family. Yeah. Like, you know, having all of this money and stuff is good, but I would have had my family because when you peel back all of the layers, a woman's core DNA, and that's what I keep saying, a woman's core DNA is to be feminine and to have her family at the core, right? But I think society and, and experiences or whatever have kind of skewed that a lot. But women naturally want to be feminine. Women naturally want to have a family. That's why mm-hmm. you can go out to a function and you'll see seven or eight-year-old boys at a, at a Nigerian party running around. But then you see the seven or eight year old girls taking care of their little baby siblings, carrying the baby to the bathroom, changing the diaper or whatever, because that's natural for women. That's natural for girls. That's what it's that's what we're, is, that's natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when you grow up and you live in this society where people are telling you you don't need to be that you're more than that, you're more than this, you're more than that. That's not all that you are. And, you know, that can be true, but don't take it the, to the radical extent mm-hmm. to where you're right. saying you don't need a man because that's just not true. It's just not. Ladies, please listen to men. <laughs> we know what, what, what we want. Not the fuckboys, though. Men with substance. Yes, men of substance. MOS, men of substance. I know listen, that's right. Listen to those men. Don't listen to your single friends. Don't listen to your old auntie keep your ass single. who's never been married. Listen <laughs> to. I'm telling you, they exist. Those old, old ass aunties. Girl, you don't, you don't need this. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm beautiful. No, you're not. <laughs> to listen to men of substance, your father, your brother, um, you know, 
That's basically it. Don't listen to your guy friends because they're not really your guy friends. Nah, man. They're not. Oh, I mean, okay. there's there's some. There's some. No, there isn't. There who... There's no such thing as a guy. No, there isn't. <laughs> no, there isn't. I mean, well. Nope. So Steve Harvey's. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. <laughs> and with that. And then for the women out there, I think we could collectively say, make sure that, you know, while it is important to understand what your role is as a woman, it's also equally as important to make sure that you don't waste your time on men who are, like we say, like not men of substance, right? Mm. Not men that have it together. Don't waste, don't, all for the sake of being in a relationship because you're going to end up messing with yourself even more. Yeah. Like, wait for a man that has substance. Don't just jump into something just because yeah. you don't want to be single. Because that's, women that's horrible. Wait for a woman who has substance, man, who, you know, has those wifey qualities that you see. So, And if you see a woman with those wife qualities, don't wait two years to wife her up because somebody else is going to snatch her. Boom, I said what I said. See, okay, so I have, I, I, have, <laughs> so I have to think about that. Us as men, it does not take us long to determine if a, if a woman is wifey material. It does not take long. It doesn't. So how long, so when did you determine, let me ask y'all. Okay. When did you guys collectively determine that you wanted to be in a relationship and that this was your person? Um, pretty early. Like, I, I put it on record, like, I am going to marry this woman. Um, but <laughs> literally, um, we went on our first date and I think about a week and a half later, I was like, Hey, be my woman. I know that's right. Be my woman. Because you just got guys. We, we know fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. We know when we, we tell, we know like the first time that we talk like, okay, this woman is, is literally, different. Yeah. Right. Um, so for me, it was, it was, it was fairly early. You know, I just looked at her had great conversation i just saw who she was saw her authentic self and said yep that's it so what about you trisana um like three years okay (laughs) (laughs) no i wouldn't say three years but i feel like it it definitely took me longer um i think and, and like i said i met when we were 24 and i think just like from maybe high school up until that point you, I have like my friends in my ear telling mm. me certain things or I even remember like what in high school there was some guy that liked me and my one friend said he looked like Darth Vader like and because <laughs> of that I was like you know what I don't want to be with him because my friend said he looks like Darth Vader so I <laughs> so I was like you know I completely crossed him out so I think like when when, wow. when when we met my mindset changed like I started to look at things more than just like you know shallow things like the way somebody looks like immediately we were like friends like right off the bat we could hold the conversation for hours and hours and Mm -hmm. to this day we still do we Mm -hmm. can just talk to each other so at first it was kind of like you know i like him he treats me really nice like this is great i like spending time with him so okay date number two three four so on and then it got to a point where i just realized like okay he is willing to do anything and everything for me and this is it. Like, Solid. this is who I'm supposed Y'all to be are with. Too goddamn cute. <laughs> Plus, she was fine as hell. That's I what, know that's, that's what right. Says. See, and that's and that's exactly. So okay, so check this. What are the things men look for in a woman? Mm-hmm. Top things. Um, uh, top three things. No, Was give she... me five. Five. Okay, five. Is she beautiful? Is she feminine? Is she uh, agreeable? Mm. Is she is she, is she friendly? Mm-hmm. 
Like, and is she, and is she nurturing? Mm. Because I think that those things, those things, basic, those things are not separate. Like they're going to build into who she really is. Right. Like they're going to build it's into character. other things. That's going to tell me, is she going to be a good wife? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is she going to be a good mother? Yes. So that's, that's what men typically, typically look for ladies. All men, not, no, nah, I'm not saying, oh, it's just me. No. That's what all men are looking for is just a feminine, very just just kind, soft woman mm-hmm. who compliments us mm. that's it. and supports you. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah. Uh, well, by support, what do you mean? Well, I mean, just like, you know, um, this is just supportive. Like, yeah. Because yeah. the worst thing you can do is like bring something to I've heard, well, at least I've heard bring that's something to someone. No, the worst thing that you can do <laughs> what the heck the worst thing that you can do is just bring some like like let's say you're really excited about an idea or venture and you bring it to someone and they're like why would you they, they just don't support your dreams they don't support yeah. your goals i've heard a lot of men say that and then mm-hmm. i saw i think that i actually read and i'm actually going to read this to your point joshua because i i actually screenshotted this i thought that this was just so profound so on instagram they asked men like, when did you know that, you know, the person that you met was going to be like your person? And so there were a number of men that gave their responses. But one said, um, he said that she accepted me as is. She let me do me. It was me and my daughter that were living together. She did extra stuff that I didn't really care to do. Like she was folding clothes and organizing stuff. And he said he appreciated her because she filled a void in my life that he couldn't fill because he's not domestic. But that wasn't the most important thing for me. What was, was her really letting me do me and we just vibed. And then he said, any woman can clean and fold clothes, but that peace of mind, if you can have peace with someone else being in your space without effort, that's golden. And that's what he said. That's the reason why he chose her. And, um... Women who make a hundred thousand dollars a year typically don't give you peace. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, man. They don't. You don't. They don't. I they, mean, do not. they just do not. You do not. Lawyers do not give you peace. You do not. I, I know. I know a close friend who um, she told me she wished she wouldn't have chose like being a lawyer because she had a great relationship with this guy and she she chose her career. Is this the same person that I'm that I that I think that we're talking about? A lawyer. No. Oh, because I was gonna say, yeah. No. With or without the career, that one was gonna be single. Oops. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, she might be true, but I mean, <laughs> most most men, we we want that peace, and and high powered women don't bring that. I mean, what if you're making? What if you're six figure, but you're not like like high powered? Like you just you just have like you just went to medical school. Or something. <laughs> no, seriously, that, I don't think that exists. Uh, yeah, listen. <laughs> from my experience, man, they have been one of the worst. But you, you were married to someone that I think I can safely say wasn't making six figures, and you didn't mm-hmm. have peace in your home. Yes. Um. So with that situation, I chose her because she was having my child. Oh, okay. And. At the time, we were still like in our honeymoon phase. So I was like, you know what? Why not? Let's do this thing together. Right. Right. And, you know, had I listened to my mom where she said, you know what? Just just give it another year. You know, let's see how things like play out. Get through that honeymoon phase. And then you'll see 
because like you always say um adversity, adversity. reveals character exactly so then okay so Tristana, let me ask you mm-hmm. as a woman and me too but I, I won't answer what are the top five things you look for in a man um okay so uh well, how much does he? Yeah, how <laughs> much does he make? So ridiculous. How much money no, does he and, make? And are really, you still friends with her? Yeah, actually, yeah, we've been friends since we were twelve. <laughs> so she's still around. Is she married? No, she's single. She's celibate. So she's. Oh, oh my! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh. And, and we talk, and you know, there's religious reasons involved, and I try to be respectful, but it's. I'm also kind of. I want to just shake her, be like, "Girl, look, what are you doing?" If you're a grown woman and you're a celibate. You're a fucking idiot. Oh my gosh. Okay, Trisada, just answer the questions. What are the five reasons? What are the five things you look for? Okay. If I'm being like completely honest, okay, how much money does he make? Is he taller than me? Um, <laughs> is he willing to spend his money on me? To, um, like, how tall are you? She's like five <laughs> foot. Four foot one. Four foot Everybody's one talking about I want a guy my like six five. <laughs> Like the majority of society is taller than you. Okay, look, if I can look directly into your eyes, there's a problem. So I need you to be taller than me. I think that was three, maybe. Okay, and four, what else? Is there certain, can you do things? Like a man, can you fix things? Can you Mm -hmm. repair things? Um, And then also, too, like, can you also just make me feel at peace? Or make me feel like like loved, wanted, things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think... (laughs) I probably don't look for the height thing not as much. <laughs> I, I but I'm not gonna, most women do. But I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that is something. It might not be top five, but it's definitely one of those where it's like because mm, I'm kind of tall. <laughs> but I think I look for now. I look for how you know what are you doing? Can you sustain a household? Can you provide for a household? Right? Um, are you are you on, I'm honest like do you love children because I have a child now so it's like are you a family person mm-hmm. like you know and then the next thing I look for is like can I have a good time with you mm-hmm. because I love to laugh I love to have a good time like are you fun or are you just dull and boring I <laughs> literally will not talk to you if you're dull um and then um mm. then the- <laughs> that was interesting <laughs> and then number <laughs> number four number four <laughs> you know what's funny there's a lot of women out there that don't know how to hold the conversations Oh I'm not one of those God. women. No, no, hang on. That that is probably the most factual thing said tonight. We have been lied to. Lied. <laughs> we, have, we have been lied. We have been bamboozled. <laughs> there are a lot of women. If you sit them down, that's why one one thing that I always tell guys is like, when you're like meeting a woman, just talk to her. Mm. Don't don't be distracted by doing all these extravagant first dates. Take her to some place where you can sit and talk. Right. Because women, I always, I always joke and say this, like with y'all's makeup, y'all can hide ugly, but y'all can't hide y'all's personality. Right. It's going to come out. Y'all mm-hmm. can try. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. But when you keep talking to them, you realize this woman can't even. It's the same thing for guys too. I agree with you when it, cause I hear that a lot. Guys say that women are dull, but it's the same thing for men too. I, I cannot I, I, I stand. Adult. No, there are a lot of guys that do not have good conversation. Like I have only met, I can probably count two people that I've met in my life where I'm like, I could talk to this person all night and like not even, it, it, it feels like I've known them all of my life. But most men, and I don't know if this is because they're just used to meeting dull women, they can't hold a conversation or maybe they're nervous. I'm not sure. 
But I definitely look for somebody that's fun and that can hold a conversation. I look for somebody like, uh, this sounds maybe a bit superficial, but someone that smells good, that has good hygiene, because you'd be surprised. Like um, most women, they, that's why they say that most women smell you before they see you. If you smell good as a man, you can, there's some, some doors will be open for you. I'm trying to tell you. That's true. Like for real, that's like true. women love men that smell good. And then I'm looking for like masculinity. Like she said, someone that can fix things, take care of things, someone that I feel safe around. Mm-hmm. Like those are those, like those are the things that I look for, for sure. Josh was about to say something. I want to hear it. Uh, men. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Because he knows he's about to get canceled. <laughs> I am. I am. Men in mass, in majority, are more interesting than women. But here's, here's, here's why. So when you say most men can't hold a conversation or most men are boring, here's why I disagree with that is because we've had to, we've had to talk to women our whole lives. Mm-hmm. Since freaking elementary school when it was time to pass out valentine's day cards Mm -hmm. we had to figure out all right how do you talk to women because i've asked women this many times i say i asked them if there was a guy who you wanted his phone number but he absolutely did not want to have sex with you how would you get his phone number and women say oh i would ask him you know where he's from and uh you know ask him what his name is do they sound like that when they be (laughs) I'm, i'm just saying like but men, that's what we're going into. Women don't want to sleep with us. They don't want to do this. But we, we know how to navigate, how to talk to women. We know how to initiate conversation. We know how to be interesting. We know how to get women to give us what we're looking for. So, But women, when you sit them down and talk to them, when you sit them down and force them to talk to you a lot, you realize that a lot of them they can't talk. They cannot talk. They I think, cannot hold a conversation. But I think, I think whenever but I see- it's hang on, it, it's 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 ignored because we want to sleep with you. So we will look past you being boring because you're fine. But what I'm saying is, good. but what I'm saying is, exactly. like with me, I guess now when I'm talking about looking for someone that can give me that comfort, I'm looking for. <sighs> it, no. I I keep saying experience, but like I'm looking for like someone with like just that effortless connection. Like I don't want to. I'm at that stage where I don't want to have to like work too hard for for something that I feel I shouldn't have to be working too hard for. And that's that's the mentality of a lot of women. No, what I'm no no no. What I'm saying when I say that is like obviously you're gonna have to put in work for anything to flourish, right? But a connection, just like you guys said when you guys met. It was like effortless, right? It was right. just kind of like an instant connection. You were able to talk or whatever, able to kind of just communicate. That's what most people want. That's what most people look for. Now you do meet some people where you're like, okay, the potential is there. Let me just see what I can do. And then after a while, if there's if nothing comes from it, nothing comes from it. But outside of that, like it's kind of, it's just maybe it's experience and then just not really having like too much of the time. Like I'm not gonna like ask you like, oh, okay, my favorite color is green. What's your favorite color? Like, if that's what I have to do to keep the communication going by, like, no, I don't want, I don't want to do that. It should be effortless in my opinion. It's not effortless for men. Was it? I thought you said it was, it was easy for you to talk to her. It wasn't no, easy it wasn't. for you to talk like, to her. You, as a man, you still have to, because women, like when you're talking to women, you, you say the one wrong thing. They're like, all right, that's it. He you're says real, something stupid. Real standoffish. Yeah. He, he says something dumb. I'm not going to text him back or this and that. That's not true. So even if you meet somebody who you connect with or somebody who you vibe with, 
men, we still have to be interesting. We still mm-hmm. have to work to be interesting. And that's why I say we're so good at it because even though we're working to y'all, it feels effortless, but it feels effortless because we're so good at it. But women, we also have to work too. Like, even though it was effortless, hard, I can tell you, well, maybe you can answer, but even though it was effortless between the two of you, like, I'm still, I'm sure that there were still things in the background where you were like, okay, I got to make sure this, I got to make sure of that. I got to make sure I look this way. I got to make sure I'm doing this. I got to make sure I smoke. I have to like women, if we really like a guy, we're thinking about that. Yeah, they're the they're the three exact same things. But they're the three S's. We have to make sure we smell good. We but I'm yeah, I know. But what good. I'm saying is like, and then you also have to make sure that you keep him interested. I guess as you get older, you understand it because men there are more there are more women than there are men. So if you have a man's attention, or if a man likes you, you better do what you got to do to keep it because he could go down the street and find someone else. But a lot of women do not think like that. But a that's how of, I think. A lot of women think the opposite. They think we outnumber men, so somehow that makes us more valuable. <laughs> which which is insane. Because no, that's you go, ridiculous. Because you go out on dates, and Derek, I'm pretty sure you know, you go out on dates, and women are basically looking at you like, well, what do you have to offer me? Mm-mm. Like, I'm, I'm the prize here. Yeah, no. And it's like, there's yeah, 20 I other agree. women down the road. Like, why are you behaving this way? <laughs> why are you behaving this way so you are so silly a lot of women come into it like i don't have to work i just have to show up and be cute and that's it and and that's what we mean when we say a lot of women can't hold a conversation because they show up as if i'm just cute you should take me and And because men want to sleep with these women we'll be like yeah she's kind of boring but i'll take her let's Mm -hmm. see what happens and just for everybody listening Josh gets this from my dad because my dad used to be like my dad literally was the king of you could go to him and tell him yeah you know I've been with her for three years but she does this find another one he would say and then he would make that face like why are you even dealing with that just go find another one my dad was the king of that like so that's why Josh is like this I mean I'm not like anything This 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 is most guys this is most guys we all I think women underestimate how much guys get together and we all, it's like we've all lived the same life. You, you know what's so funny? I remember, do you remember the first time you told me that, that these women, like they don't know how to hold conversations? I was, was shocked. shocked. Me too. I was, was so like, shocked what? and I didn't believe you. I did yeah, not believe you. I had you. to pull up messages like, look at how dull some of these women are. I don't, look I at, didn't, it was, I'm shocked. About. I was shocked too. You know what? I think it's because like, maybe like the, the narrative out there that, yeah, I'm the I'm a queen. I'm a queen, sis. Like I'm this, I'm that. Any man would want me. You have that type of mentality, that's but crazy. that's not, Dude, that's we, not we, true. We are so good at it that we can sense it immediately through text messages. Yes. It doesn't take long. Mm-hmm. So then when you're like, ah, oh, he just went cold turkey and he's ghosting me, it's a reason why. Because your conversation sucks. And you're not giving off the energy that you're interested. You're not giving off the energy that you're going to be engaging. You're not giving off the energy that you are going to put in effort. And men will immediately be like, you know what? I will gracefully bow out. I mean, old girl down the street, she about it. What's happening is a lot of men are waking up. We we are no seriously we are and and that that terrifies a lot of women. It should terrify, it should, but it's not because we're waking up and we're saying, wait a minute, for every one of me, there's twenty of them. Exactly. 
I, I can I can I don't have to because before men would be jumping through hoops just to get a woman, even if she's boring. Oh, I don't want to lose her. You know, there, there was a term we used to say, don't talk your way out of vagina. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't say anything stupid, like do everything you can to get this woman. But now guys are like, wait a minute. I'm actually the one that they're after. Well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question to that, because I, I understand that. I kind of I agree with that. Now, you and Trisana have been together, what, next month, four years? Yep. Which is actually very gross, so considering that he's my younger. Yes. Stop doing that. <laughs> but how many, how many Trisanas do you think that you would meet in this lifetime? In this lifetime? Mm-hmm. Uh, the right answer is to say one and only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but right. I, honestly, honestly, not not as many of non-Trisanas that I would meet mm-hmm. of the complete opposite. There's a lot more of the complete opposite of her out there mm-hmm. than there is of her, especially mm-hmm. today. You go back maybe 30, 40 years. Oh, they're growing off of trees. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying now. So it's like sometimes as a, and I'm asking, I'm not mm-hmm. telling, but as a man, right, when you find a, a woman that is of value to you, that you realize the uniqueness in her, right? And the value in her, you're not just going to easily just be like, you know what? Mm, I'm just going to walk away from that, right? You would nurture that relationship. You would, you okay. would, you would. Because I think that's what women do too. Yeah, you would, you would see it, protect it, and lock it down. Right. And oh man, people are going to hate me. But <laughs> <laughs> ladies, let me, let me tell you something about guys if he's not locking it down it's honestly you're not who you thought you were mm-hmm. there are a lot of women there are a lot of women out there who think they are better than what they really are God, mm. dang preach but, pastor come but, on son because they have their girlfriends telling them this, they have their moms telling them this, their aunties, whatever, do simps telling them this. Mm-hmm. So they think if everybody's telling me this, then it's true. Right. But reality is the greatest like mirror in the world. If right. you're not getting certain things, it's because you're not who you are. And unfortunately, because I've <laughs> I've been on a date with a girl and I told her to her face, I said, You're born. And, and she she got really offended but she was boring or whatever but a lot of women are out there thinking well i'm this i'm this if a man can't he just can't handle me or he doesn't realize mm-hmm. that he lost out on a good woman sis you're not that good you're not as good as you think you're you're never as good as you think men and women you're never exactly. as good as you think right. if you Go think you're 100 ways. you're probably 90 right if you think you're 50 you're probably 40 right so a lot of women are out there thinking that they're hundreds thinking that they're tens thinking that they're this and that but the men are saying oh slow down god and I, but I that. think, but I think that that comes with like I said how you were raised because the way that I think is and I think a lot of what we're told as women is to come to a man whole, right? Come with your job, come with like who you are as a woman, what you know, what you can bring, what you can offer. I don't think that that's accurate. And I've always gotten hell from female friends of mine or whatever because of that. I truly believe, and I say this all the time, that as a human being, you can get to a certain place in life on your own, but you need someone else to get to that, to get to that 100%. Like you need your person to get to that hundred percent. You need someone that's going to teach you. You need someone that you can learn from. You need someone that's going to pour into you that you can also pour into. So I just think that 
if you come into a situation with an open mind and an open heart and not like with the solidified, like, this is who I am. I'm this shit. I'm this, I'm that male or female, right? You won't encounter those things. But I think that a lot of people come into situations with, this is me. This is what I have to offer. I'm not going to change this, take it or leave it. And for most of the time, unfortunately for women, they get left. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say another thing that is going to make people hate me. Uh, <laughs> you kind of, what you said that you need both people to bring you to what your highest hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. Okay. Come on, uh, son. <laughs> men can do that for women. Mm-hmm. Women can't necessarily do that for men. Here's, here's a perfect analogy that I think, uh, uh, was it Patrice O'Neill who, who mentioned it? Somebody goes snipe you, bro. I know. They still, for instance, if you look at, let's say, let's say that you have um, a king, right? He's the king of the land or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he goes out and he finds a woman from the slums. Mm-hmm. She's just the lowest kind of woman, not respected by anybody. Mm-hmm. But he says, I'm going to marry her. Mm-hmm. In the blink of an eye overnight, what does she become? A queen. The queen. The mm-hmm. most respected woman of the world. You mm-hmm. flip it. You take a queen, Queen Elizabeth or whatever. She goes and finds a man. He doesn't have to be the lowest of the low. He can be an average man. She marries him. He doesn't become king. He becomes the queen's husband. Mm-hmm. So I think for what men are sought after for, providers, protectors, X, Y, and Z, a woman is can't really bring you to that hundred level. A man has to do that on it. A man has to build. A, a man has to make himself one hundred. He has to be willing and want to exactly. do those things. He mm-hmm. has to. He has to make himself one hundred. He can't say. I need a partner who's going to take me to that extreme. That's why women are with men who they try to change. And they realize this dude is not changing. Cause he, you can't change. Cause, cause, you can't, Cause you can't change a man. You can't, like, he has to, he has to be that man already. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I'm not saying that I think that you can change a man because I also believe that who you are is who you are as a person. But I, I, I think that character is something that's embedded in you. Sometimes you may suppress certain things about yourself, to, you know, to aid a certain situation. But I also believe that there are certain people that can come into your life that can exacerbate some of those qualities that you may have that are hidden inside of you. And so there's a famous quote, and I was trying to look it up, that a king once said about his queen, and he said that, he, that she is his most valued possession. And the reason why is because she taught him or she brought out that um, love or something about forgiveness, like she brought out something or whatever in forgiveness. And so she made his kingdom much better. So it's not to say that he wasn't already a king before he met her, but I think that there are certain people that you meet and, and women that can, and I, just, I know I said this before, women and men that can bring value to your life in certain ways that a man can't, can't necessarily do on his own. That kingdom crumbled. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> men in general, we typically just want a woman. We do not care about your finances. I'm not we talking want, about that. We want a woman that is feminine. We want to be able to curl up under you and say, babe, look, X, Y, Z happened. Can you do that with another man? What? I'm asking the question. Can what? you do that with another man? Like no. homosexual? No, what I'm saying is, that's what I'm, that's what, that's what I'm saying. So, no, that's Josh's something. Face. No, so that's, that's, that's something that I'm saying is like, so answer this question. Most men, do you walk around as vulnerable and as emotional as most women do on an everyday basis. 
emotionally vulnerable are you vulnerable like how women like we could cry in public if something if something embarrasses us or disturbs us right will men typically do that absolutely not no but that vulnerability that that what you just talked about right that vulnerability that emotion is brought out by having the right woman in your corner so what i'm saying is that while a woman may not necessarily be able to give a man that kingship that he already has she can bring out certain qualities and certain things in him that can aid in that vulnerability to make him whole. Yeah, but that, no, no, no. Hang on, that, that, uh, that, that, fellas, don't, don't, don't be emotional and vulnerable. <laughs> he just mentioned curling don't. up under. No, I, no, I mean like, like crying and shit. Don't, No, don't, I mean like what cry. he said, no, curling so up and men to, don't cry. So what I was speaking to is, See, that's not good. So what I was speaking to was a comment <laughs> that you made about um, a woman making a man whole. She cannot make a man whole. I didn't say make, I didn't necessarily say making a man whole. What I said is two people coming together and becoming a hundred percent together. Like I said, there are, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but considering the circumstances, I've, I've done a pretty good job for myself. Right. But there's a certain level that I know, I know that there's a, there's that cap for me as a woman. Right. And I know this may be something that's just like a spiritual thing, but I need someone else to bring me to a certain level. It's not to say that I need a man that's going to bring in his finances so I can go buy my dream home. I can do that on my own. But there's just there are certain things that I know I cannot reach unless I have that Give me man. That example. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. We ain't got look. <laughs> no, we have time. We have time. <laughs> okay, so um I'll, I'll I'll take it to this point. So, Joshua, we grew up Catholic. Right. I'll, I'll take it pretty deep. We grew up Catholic and we were uh, confirmed in the Catholic Church. And in the Catholic Church, what do you do? You recite prayer by memory. Right. I would always have to read the book <laughs> whenever you did go to church. I didn't. I, I didn't. And I don't necessarily know how to pray because of that. I don't necessarily like I didn't necessarily have like that spiritual connection like with God. And then once I did find that mm-hmm. at um, The Rock, shout out to The Rock in Austin. Once I did find that, um, even though I was able to kind of develop that, I, I felt like God was still kind of telling me like, you need someone that will help kind of like bring that like to its, to its true fruition. Because even though I feel like I have that connection with God, I still feel like there's like just this missing piece, right? Like there's just something that's just missing. And that's one of the things that I will say. And then also, if we want to talk about financial, I don't do too bad with my profession, but with the lifestyle that I want to live, I may be able to get it on my own, but I would have to keep working for the rest of my life to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that I need a partner to where we could get it together and both of us be comfortable to where I could even quit my job if I wanted to. So things like that are things that I think of. It's not to say that like, I don't have my character. I don't have my values. I don't have my core, like my core function, but there are just certain places that I want to reach in life um, that I feel like I would need someone. And even with my son, even though his dad and I are divorced, he obviously still has a father, but his father's not in the home a hundred percent. Right. So I would also need like, uh, you know, if God, if God would have it like a male figure figure in the household, a hundred percent to help cultivate my son as well, because I'm a woman. I can only raise my son to a certain level. After that, he needs a man. You know what I'm saying? So those types of things are the things that I'm thinking about. It's interesting. Um, also, I, I think for men, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not... 
Oh God, a little. <laughs> it's very different. I don't want to say. I don't want to make it seem like men don't need women. Men, a hundred percent, a thousand percent need a woman. A man without a woman is looked at crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, we start questioning, like, you know, like why aren't you married or whatever what the case doing, may be. Yeah, like, like what's going on? But in terms of building ourselves we need a woman to build our legacy we need a woman to 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 help start that to help build that but in terms of our actual selves as an individual there isn't much that we need from a woman just individually but overall our legacy which is the most important thing to us Mm -hmm. we need a woman to complete that what would you say that Trisana has taught you in the four years that you've been together? Has taught me. Mm-hmm. What's Ooh. what are two of the major things that you've learned from her? She's taught me how to be more friendly. Yeah, because you're not nice <laughs> at all. Like Joshua's not nice. She's taught me how to be more friendly because apparently I'm an asshole. To you people. are. I don't believe so. Um, I think I'm the greatest guy ever. Um, and she's also taught me how. I think to- you're pretty awesome, dude. Thanks. Yeah. This is a little bromance that's very, very disturbing. <laughs> she, yeah, she's taught me how to be more friendly. She's taught me how to, basically how to trust other people. Mm. Um, because, I mean, most men, we have this attitude of I can do it on my own, mm-hmm. you know, which we have to, right? As, as a man, you have to have that mentality. Uh, stop asking for handouts, bitch ass niggas. But, oh my God. <laughs> she, I'm glad you said it. She's taught me. She's taught me that you know it's okay to go to your lady, you know, and not know everything. Right. right? It's it's okay to say you know what I don't know this. Or can you handle this? Yeah. I can't or do can it. you? Or can you do this? Now, don't take that the wrong way, fellas. Still handle your stuff, and if you don't know what's going on, act like you know what's going on. <laughs> You know, <laughs> until you know what's going on. Yeah, until you know what's going on. Don't run to your lady for everything. Oh, baby, how do you do that? No, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But don't feel like you have to shoulder everything. And that's what she's kind of, I wouldn't say taught me because I've kind of known it, but she's allowed me Amen. to, to, to do that, to Amen. say, you know what, babe, like, well, I don't, I don't call you babe. You know no, what, no, we don't do Trisana, that. I was like, going to say, that's kind of disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It felt weird coming out of my mouth, but... <laughs> <laughs> she she she's allowed me to 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 she's created a space of peace mm. to where I feel like I can Come tell to her, her these things because if it wasn't peaceful, like I'm not I'm not gonna tell her anything. I'm not gonna come to her with you know stuff that I can't do or or stuff that I feel right. like I can't. I'm just gonna bottle it up and mm-hmm. resent you for it. But right. she's created that space of peace to where I feel like you know what it actually is okay to speak to your lady about certain i guess and she's still gonna love me and still be with me exactly Mm. exactly because i'm that dude oh my what what have you learned from him what are the two major things two major things um i guess the biggest thing is um at least with me just being more more calm you know i get very high strung like (laughs) it's bad it gets bad so josh literally brings me down (laughs) 10 notches yeah i think it's i think it's just like i don't know i'm always like either worried about something or worried about how other Mm -hmm. people are gonna react or you know i just want things to go well Mm -hmm. and josh anytime i will say this anytime i call him to vent about something from day one he always listens Mm -hmm. always listens to me and helps me find solutions 
And it's it's just it's amazing. It's such a great feeling to to have him. And it makes me feel more settled. It makes me feel more calm, makes me feel more more confident. And I'll, I'll say this, too. Um, so I wanted to start like a baking business. I started doing French macarons as like a specialty. Holy and sugar macarons, shameless plug, yes. shameless plug. Holy sugar macarons at on Instagram. Holy sugar macarons. They're delicious. So it's something I've always liked to do, right? But I mean, and it's it's an idea that I entertained for a while. And when I told him, hey, I'm thinking about selling these or whatever, he literally went to work without mm. even me asking. So that right there, it's an idea I always had, but he legit like motivated me and pushed me and the other day you saw me baking like a, a, a tiered cake and he was just like, I can't wait for you to like open a bakery someday. And it literally it just warmed my heart. Like, wow. That is so cute. He has that like confidence that I, I don't even have for myself. Right. And it's it's just, you know, it's all He overall. sees in you what you don't see in yourself. Right. That's good. I want to ask the guy like what he learned from me. And do you know what he told me? What'd he say? You know how like when you go to a hotel and they give you the luggage, the things that you put the luggage on? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, tell me something that you learned from me in the past year that we've known each other. He was like, that right there, that you put your luggage on. <laughs> I was like, it's time to go. <laughs> I booked my return flight. Wow. Well, he has a sense of humor. <laughs> you know, no, it was, that was legit the thing. You know what's crazy though? There are a lot of guys like when they're with a woman, they do learn a lot of like stuff like that. Like I at one point thought that you're only supposed to have like one towel. Ew. And that like <laughs> like when I met Trisana, she was like she she saw my my bed and I, and I think you asked me you're like oh like where are your like other sheets? I was like other sheets. <laughs> like what are you talking about? My bed sheets are on my bed. She was like no you're supposed to have other sheets that you put on your bed. Like why? Like, Change them out. Yeah, Change like out. The, a, a lot of stuff like that. Guys will tell you, like, oh, I didn't know that I'm supposed to have a, right. a bed cover right. and then a bedspread and then a cover. I was just sleeping on my mattress. Like, we, so there's a lot of things. Like We're that. very simple. <laughs> very simple. Guys. Very simple. Yeah, very simple. but that kind of that that question that I asked was I was That's not looking is. for that. And so, yeah, that was that was that, that was the true. end of that. It sounds like he gave you a genuine response. Yeah, but that's not what I was looking she for. Like she wanted him to tell her some Something stupid deep. shit. <laughs> you know, taught me how to trust in myself and love myself. You're very inspirational. You know I, I'm glad you said that because one of my boys at Rome, man, I love this guy, man. Him and him and um, God, I forgot your name, bro. Ben. <laughs> so, how much do you love them if you don't even know their name? Dude, uh, what's it? Um, <laughs> Michael, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were having a conversation one day, and he was like, "Bro, you don't know how to like a lot of women." I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "You are too honest." I was like, "So what?" He was like, "Women like to be lied to." Facts. And so then I sat back for a second. I was like, "That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life." And so then we had like several conversations and he kept like going on and on, giving examples. And he was like, think about it, man. Like when a woman asks you, am I beautiful? And you know, she's not. Why would you? (laughs) (laughs) 
But I all, I think with that situation, it's not necessarily that women like to be like. It's all about timing. Women love to be like you. That's why when you I tell you the truth. I, I, I will say, as a woman, I do agree that we don't really like to hear the truth yeah. about ourselves. Because when, what's the, the truth, when you... Exactly. Then we're like, oh, he's an asshole. Like, no, I don't think so. Honest. I think that when you think about people, like, just think about, like, people like Kevin Samuels. Now, granted, everything that he says is not necessarily true, but most of what he says is true. The difference is his delivery. So I think that what he says is not any different than what like other relationship gurus say, but they just deliver it differently. It, there's no like one size fits all. So if you're a man or a woman and you're saying the same type of thing to every single man or woman you come across, you're not going to get the type of so reaction that you want. That? Yeah. Okay. And I'm personal experience. Uh, my ex-wife, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I remember one of the conversations we had in the beginning was she was like, she had prayed for a man who would be honest with her you know, upfront and all of those things and hold her accountable. Bing, here goes that man. And so once she started experiencing like accountability, she's like, God, like, I didn't think it was really going to be like this. I don't like it. And so I think women don't naturally like being told the truth. They don't. I mean, I think that that's a pretty like, I think, you know, and this is no shade. But we have to talk about like mentally stable people. <laughs> so I think that like when we're talking about like people across Yikes. the board that like have it together, like it's all about your delivery because it's just like Joshua, like for example, with with us, right? The way that we deliver news to the way that I talk to you is not the same way that I talk to like my older brother. I could be telling them the exact same thing, but I'm going to deliver it differently because Joshua and I have a different type mm-hmm. of relationship. So I think that like, once you learn a person and you learn about a person and how they receive information, you can tell them the truth, but don't just like, if a woman is not, if, a, <laughs> if you have that relationship with a woman where you could be like, dog, what the hell are you doing with your hair? Like you need to like fix your hair. You know, that shit doesn't look good. You can do that. Yeah, right. But, but if there's another, yeah, but even, even, even if we're saying it jokingly in the back of your mind, you're like, fuck, that nigga hurt my feelings. No, here's the thing though. No, you're not. The the one of the differences between men and women is we don't have the luxury to say you need to deliver this information to me properly. Men, we don't we don't we, we don't get that. There's no there's nothing in the world. There's no program. There's no magazine, no content or anything nope. that coddles men. We nope. get told, like, for instance, if a man is not doing what he's supposed to be doing, he gets told you're a bum. You need to pick it up. You need to get your ish together. And that's not right, though. But but as men, we don't we can't say I'm rejecting that because I didn't like the delivery because reality will hit us in the face and tell us, look, if you don't do these things, this is going to happen to you. But I know a lot of men that say that. I know a lot of men that say your delivery, the way that you said it, it's not necessarily what you say. It's how you said it. I've heard that so many times before. You've probably heard those from weaker men. Okay. I mean, if those are weak men that say but, that, then let's say that because I've heard real, that. But, but real guys, we understand that we don't get coddled. There's no safety net for us. There's no, there's nothing for us out here. The main thing to do is look outside and look at all the homeless people. Majority of them are men. But what I'm saying is that if you meet a woman, like I know, Tristana, you have to say it. If you meet a woman that loves you and cares about you, right? She's not, there's no, a woman, just like a man protects his woman, a woman is fiercely protective of her man. Even if you don't see it, right? Like if you love a man, no one, imagine Joshua coming up to you and telling you that somebody hurt his feelings. 
Mm-hmm. you're going to be enraged, right? You're going to be upset. You're like, who hurt your feet? Like, who, who, like, that's If just- he came up to me and said those exact words. Yeah. She would be like, hurt your feelings? Are you a punk? Yeah, I, I kind of like, look at him mean? crazy. Do I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. You like, wouldn't? If, if, but most because women, you most have women to, would. No, because that's that's just not, that's not how I would do it. Like, if you're- Yeah, if but you're, you can't assume that all women approach situations. But what I'm saying is that if I have a man, I'm still going to tell him what he wants to hear. But I have to take my time to learn how that man receives that information. Mm. Because what you what you understand as you get older, for a man's ego is the most fragile thing that he has, right? So if you love this man, you're also going to protect his ego. It's like an egg, right? So I'm still going to tell him what he needs to hear because I want him to be the best version of himself. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to tell him like, Nigga, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're not doing this. You're not. No. You're speaking about this as if you're in the relationship with somebody, not two people just like maybe dating or, you know what I mean? Or like just getting to know each other. It like, depends on on where I see that relationship going. Like, if even if it's just a, even if it's just someone that I'm just kicking it with, like you, you still have to present things in the way. But the thing about that is a lot of people these days are lazy. So they want a one size fits all response to everyone. But you have to get to know the people that are in your space. So the way that the way that you talk to them, the way that you deliver information to them is very important because if you care about them, you want them to receive it. Well, here's the thing which goes back to the conversation we were talking about of uh, women being able to make a man 100. Women, you don't necessarily have to tell your man these things. You don't have to deliver. You don't necessarily have to figure out a way to soften the blow because the world is already telling us mm-hmm. hard, very, very harshly. Mm-hmm. We hear these things. Right. So we're not built to need special delivery. Right. Men, men just aren't. But women require that delivery, which is why when you tell them the truth, like a guy like Kevin Samuels or O'Shea Du Jackson or whatever, they see it as an attack. They see it as you're being disrespectful. You're hurting me mm-hmm. by telling me the truth because they've been coddled for so long. Oh, you know, you're not fat. You're big bone. Or, oh, <laughs> you're not. That's not a big, big one. But you're not. No you're, you're, you're not ugly. You know, a guy. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Girl, you're this. It's okay. It's all right. Girl, he just can't handle you. That's why he this and that. But Ben, we get told, even when we're with our homeboys, bro, you get kind of fat. Yep. Bro, your 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 hairline looking kind of trash, bro. You're 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 lacking financially. I mean, but I think that for men, right? Like to your point about men and getting what they need, too. men getting what they need from the world and not needing like a woman to soften the blow. That's not necessarily always the role of the woman per se, but I'm talking about like if you're in a relationship with with a man and you see something that, you know, is probably between the two of you or whatever. It's it's your duty, I think, as their partner to kind of make them aware of something that you see happening that could possibly be detrimental to them. But another, I think, a very key quality that women should have is their silence, right? So a lot of the time, you already know men are getting, like, getting what they, what, like you said, like they're getting it from the outside world. But women, at least women, at least for me, women, we don't necessarily want to fix every situation, but we still want to soften we still want to soften like what we know is coming, right? So you know what a man is doing, especially being black men, right? Every time you get up and you say you're going to the store, the reason why I'm always so scared that you're going to the store is because you're black. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, there are just certain things that as women we fear with our men. So we, like I said, we're fiercely protective, but there's beauty in a woman's silence. So 
softening like that blow and delivering that message may not be with words. It may be with like action, doing something, taking care of something or putting something together or whatever. But I think it's very important for men, for women to make men feel like they're dealing with all the chaos out there in the world, especially black men. Like they need to come home to someone that is supportive and someone that's nurturing and someone that's going to tell them probably what they already know, but it's not going to tell them like the world is going to tell them. It's going to tell them in a nurturing way where they feel loved. And then let's work together as a team to make it work. That's just how I feel. That's what I think. I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's just me. And that's, and that's true. But I think uh, my point was that, yes, I'm, I'm not saying that a woman shouldn't soften her soften the blow whenever she's trying to communicate something to a man i'm just simply saying that it's not make or break if she does so right like a woman a woman softens the blow but she doesn't have to she doesn't have to men we have to we have to if we want peace mm-hmm. we have to so we cannot uh, they say a man's truth will destroy a, a woman so mm-hmm. we have to that's why before we say anything we edit it Right, we, women oh, also we have, edit it too. Gut, I know, but we have this gut feeling, and it's like uh, that can't come out. Soften it up, let it out, and go. Because if we don't, all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. Yes, women edit what they say, but if y'all don't, the ship keeps going. No, it, it keeps. It keep, there are it certain keep, situations keep, where it doesn't. It keeps flowing, but to for the men who, for where that causes a problem, like I said, those are typically the more emotional. Men who are like, I need you to soften the blow Sensitive. for me. Sensitive. Because MOS, <laughs> men of substance. I mean, I've literally seen like in my presence where a man, <laughs> and he probably is listening, him and his girlfriend, they, he thought he was doing something. Like he thought he was really doing it. And I know this is a bit superficial. And she got upset with him. And she like told him like, you ain't never been doing nothing. Like that man cried. Because he really thought like he had her. And the way she said it was like, remember this so day on August 25th at 3.30, like where you thought. Let me ask this because this is very important. Mm-hmm. Was, that done, was that done out in public in front of other people? It was done in front of me. Okay, that's enough. I think, I think that it was less of that. I think it was more of, no, honestly, I think it was more of just, because he, he was a very ego, like he was, he was a very pompous guy. Because he felt like he right, had her. Still, and also, speaking to it, that, that's disrespectful. Was it? Was it? Was it done with intent to hurt him? Because a, a lot of women do do that. I mean, based on her and I, her and our private conversations, like months and years before, she had been feeling that way for a long time. She just never told him. But when she said it, was it from a place of "I want to hurt him"? Oh yeah, because he told her she was whack. So well, yeah, the, well, exactly. That's that's different. He like, told her she was whack like at least five times, and she was like, "Okay, I'm just saying." She was like, "Okay, Martel," like, and that's not his name, but she was like, "Okay, Martel," like I'm trying to tell you, like, stop. <laughs> he kept doing it, and she was like, "Okay, I'm trying to tell you, like, you need to chill." And he kept going, and then she finally was like, "You know what?" <laughs> You know, every time after we have sex, I always go to the bathroom and say I'm pink, but I'm really, I'm oh really. My God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that why I asked the question: How important is sex, and are you willing to settle? Depends on how because much moments like that happen when you and your feelings. He cried. I bet that, and I did. laughed. It was I so funny. It's a little sensitive because a real man will be like, eh, "You still let me hit it, though." 
<laughs> anyway, so this was a really good, really good conversation. We were really glad that you guys were able to like come out and talk to us and um very really interesting conversation that we definitely need to like I'm sure a lot of people will have some questions and will have some things to say. Um, but you know, we 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 hope that everyone will engage and like leave some comments down below. Yeah. Listen, um, do you guys have anything that you'd like to say before we kind of wrap oh, it up? Oh, I do. Um, shout out to uh Amanis. Um, I appreciate you. For Don't disrespect for me. <laughs> we love you, girl. Amanice. We love you so much, and, uh, Amanis. We love you so much. Your opinion actually matters. Um, it really does matter. We love you so much. So um, please, guys, don't be scared to comment. Um, share your thoughts and feelings, and um, let's get this thing rolling. And we like to appreciate. We like to thank y'all for um, joining us because this was very, very uh, fruitful. It was. And so, what is your? It's at Holy Sugar. Yes, at Holy Sugar Macarons. Macarons on Instagram, and I'm telling y'all, the ma- I don't even like macarons, but when she started making them, I started eating them. They're delicious, and you have like a hundred flavors. Yes, and I can do custom stuff. So events, parties, all that stuff. Yeah, she's definitely. And do you have a Kevin Samuels Jr.? Do you have an Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> You don't have one? No, I don't. I don't. I don't have. I have an Instagram, but I don't use it. So please don't follow me. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to engage with you. I don't. I don't. I don't get on it. Oh my god! Um, but thank you guys for having us. I mean, I, I like what you guys are doing. Um, I think this podcast is really dope, and uh, y'all should definitely keep 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 going at it because this is this is valuable info for a lot of people no absolutely we appreciate that thank you so much all right guys until next time until next time peace Peace. bye